You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's the last chance What up, what up, the Real Coach JB here, man, another Slapdick Podcast coming at you, follow my YouTube channel, hit the like button, subscribe today, hey man. Another day, another dollar here on July 1st, 2021. Seven months into the year, the fastest year I've ever had seen in my damn life. Report that Biz Marquis passed away yesterday. I posted it. They're saying it didn't happen, you know, so I don't know. I found it on a legitimate site, posted it. That's the second time I did that shit. Now, the person's end up passing away, unfortunately, but it's fucked up. That people put that shit out there so fast. But I've learned now. I, fuck. Do it once, fuck me, right? Do it twice, f- or fuck you. Do it twice, fuck me. I'm just saying, like, this shit is crazy. Gotta stop doing it. Um, so, the title of this show, man, um, title of this show is an interesting one. All right. I'm gonna, let me do the let me do the uh let me pay the bills and give you the quote of the day before I get going. Um Slapdick Podcast obviously brought to you by Bet Online. The month of June is over. July is heating up with a ton of exciting sports action and Bet Online is where you can find it. Basketball, hockey playoffs to baseball marquee matchups including prop bets. In futures, BetOnline has all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sport sport betting needs. Visit the website today or use your mobile device. Join join and receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head on over to BetOnline and start playing today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Um... Quote of the day, I'm just trying to remain sucker-free in a world full of sucker shit. Sorry, i am got so much going on. Um, I'm just trying to remain sucker-free in a world full of sucker shit. Hey, if we all did that, hopefully this soft-ass world would take a turn. But too bad we got too many suckers in this world. And, uh, Bailey... And we continue to do just sucker ass shit, man. Holy fuck. It blows my mind how much sucker shit we do as a society. But I don't know. Who who am I to say? Um, The title of this show, though, is A World Full of Lollipops. That's the name of this show. Um, A world full of lollipops. Man, I don't believe there's a motherfucking truer statement than that one right now. In honor of that, I'm rocking my Jaws shirt. Jaws t-shirt. I got about five of them. One was blue, one was black. I got a, a 
bunch of different people send me this different shit. This is actually pretty quality. I'm a Jaws fan, man. Jaws, Rocky. Back when we didn't have a world full of lollipops. Back when shit was was cool. I don't, if you drop Jaws off right now in a theater, I bet you motherfuckers wouldn't go see it. Oh, that's too blurred. It's too gory, too bloody. I bet you that. I bet you there's a huge demographic where like that's too graphic. What happened to just real life shit happening? You guys understand, motherfuckers get bit by great whites every day, right? In the start, in the world, in the real world, right? I just want to make sure you're clear. A motherfucker just got bit the other day by a shark, but it's too graphic. The problem is you're not teaching your son and daughter the true realities. So they see this video game shit and they go out in the water and guess what happens? They get bit by a great white. Because they don't know their ignorance is life-threatening. Ignorance is life-threatening. You're not teaching them shit. You're teaching them how to be soft and live in this fantasy world. And uh, unfortunately, that's the truth. And you guys don't accept it. But we're in a world full of lollipops, man. Um, Just trying to tell you, world full of lollipops. Man, I haven't written down anything for this show. I had to just do this show. It came to my mind, popped in my head. I tried to remain sucker-free in a world full of sucker shit. That's all I thought about. And I'm going to give you both perspectives of this thing because of, you know, the whole Beverly incident last night. You know, I've, all, I've posted shit about him prior to that incident, obviously, over the, over the last year and a half. You know, real recognize real. And being a great recruiter, I'm a great character evaluator. And I'm just telling you, I'll still recruit you even though I know you got a lot of bitch in you and you're a sucker. Even I'll, I'll even hire you as a coach knowing you're a bitch and got a lot of sucker in you. But I'm going to get out of you what I can by massaging things a certain way. See, you don't even understand that. That goes out to my former coaches and former players of mine. Some that don't know this about themselves. <laughs> this is a game and you got to learn to play it. Now, 99% of my players and coaches I hired, I genuinely thought they were legit, obviously. And at least I wanted to help. Some of them I knew there was no fixing because they had too much bitch in them. But that's just the facts. A lot of cats can't handle the facts. They want to tweet out shit and say certain little soft ass, little backstabbing shit. See, getting backstabs never shocked me in my life. You know what I mean? And now there's an old saying, getting backstabbed or stabbed in the back. You know, it's not shocking. But the shock is when you turn around and see who's got the knife. Right. That don't even shock me no more. That don't even shock me no more. Turning around and seeing who has the knife is, yeah, kind of figured it. Kind of figured it was you, brother. Kind of figured it was you, sister. It don't shock me no more because we're in a world of full, 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 full of sucker ass shit. And suckers. And it's a lollipop ass world we're in. World full of lollipops, man. And, uh. I know there was a quote out there. It's like, it's hard trying to say sucker free in a world full of lollipops, I think. Somebody said that years ago, I remember. 
or it was on a rap song or something. I heard that shit before, though. Um, I thought that shit was comical. But, you know, it's crazy. So, the whole thing happens last night. Beverly pushes CP3 in the back and et cetera, et cetera. But let's talk about this whole soft ass shit. Because I posted it. One of my former players, Lonnie Johnson, second round draft pick, starting corner and safety for the Texans, Houston Texans. You know, he's like, he's like, coach, you, your play, your, your team wouldn't have went to the playoff or to the finals, and you would have, you would have lost if if you would have said, if you would have had Booker hit Beverly. I said, no, they wouldn't have. I said back in the day it was a common ass foul. Nowadays, the soft ass motherfuckers defending this soft ass shit. Frank Kaminsky, Booker, one of them motherfuckers. Didn't you even have Crowder, who's supposed to be your court controller? He was even putting his arms up like, what you doing? See, there wouldn't have been no talking when you push. uh, I don't give a fuck if you push Frank Kaminsky in the back. Like, you push a player on my team. We're supposed to be in this thing together. Together, everyone achieves more. You just pushed CP3. So either one, that's how you're regarded, CP3, in the locker room by your teammates, number one. And Monty Williams is doing a better job than people even can even understand, because I'm a coach and understand it. He's probably doing more than you even know. Because if the team really don't like or respect CP3, like rumors I've heard, He's even doing a better job. But some of you guys haven't even thought about that one. There's a reason nobody came to that motherfucker's defense. I'm just going to be honest. I have a feeling if they would have pushed Booker in the back, some cats would have went off and at least threw Beverly down. But nobody really jumped up and really, really ran after nobody if you see how CP3 got pushed. I don't know if you noticed it. Now, I think they respect him as a player. I think they respect that he's helped them out, uh, a young team. But I ain't too sure them motherfuckers really respect that cat like he's the guy. But that's just me recognizing real, real recognizing real. I see everything as a coach and as a real cat. So a couple games ago, CP3, they went up 3-1. He's in the locker room yelling at the players and shit, and Booker's head is down, and he's undoing his tape. He didn't give a fuck what CP3 had to say. But see, that's little shit I see a lot of cats don't talk about. The real media, the media people ain't going to ever mention that shit because that's real shit. They don't even understand it. They don't even get what's going on. Booker did not give a fuck what CP3 was saying after they went up 3-1. I'm just going to tell you, there's clips of it. Go look it up. If he really had the respect and demanded it, their asses would have been looking to him, talking to him, celebrating. Booker's like, man, this is my fucking team. That's my whole thing. If you want to be so-called the next Kobe Booker, Kobe never had a, he wasn't the second fiddle as a rookie, maybe. But after that, it's Kobe's team. Like, when are you, when is this going to be your team? CP3 controls the ball. He's a point guard. But fuck, we had Derek fucking Fisher too. I mean, 
Give the, the ball's got to end up being in your hands sooner than later if it's your team. You're the guy. That's why Stephen A is talking about this whole he's the next Kobe shit. Blows my mind. You motherfucker. How is he the next Kobe and he ain't even the best player on your team? Or at least he ain't the most dominant player on the team. CP3 is. <sighs> anyway, what do I know, man? Stay sucker free. We're in a world full of lollipops. So I gave you a little bit of perspective, all right, on the CP3. That's JB's perspective. I don't know if it's true. I don't know if it's real. I'm just saying I have a fucking inclination that it is. So Beverly being the bitch made cat he is, we've all, I've always said it, all right? I've always known it. I've said it. He's just this crack baby man that's come along and rode the coattails of other people. He's pissed at CP3 for getting traded from the Rockets back in the day. And he still holds that grudge. But if you see, CP3 didn't say shit to him. But then if you see DeMarcus Cousins, who, by the way, we share the same management team. I just wanted to make sure you're clear out there. So my management team, shout out to Nickel. Nickel manages DeMarcus. They all went to school together, Kentucky grads. DeMarcus is a real one. Did you see what he said about CP3? You wonder why nobody fucks with you. That's what he said to him. Go Google it. Go look it up. I think it's on Bleacher Report. It's on different sites. You wonder why nobody fucks with you. Because you're a bitch, basically. The Marcus Cousins told CP3 that shit. Now, remember... We're talking about Beverly pushing CP3 in the back. But I'm trying to give you a deeper, realer conversation. And it's okay to disagree. I told you motherfuckers that shit. We can agree to disagree all day long. But the shit is deeper than just rap. Freeway Rick. The fake freeway, not the real one. Um, so, <laughs> the shit is deeper than you think. Beverly's a bitch. Come on, dog. Motherfucker talks all game long. They're down 10. He does a little dance. Like, motherfucker, you're losing the game. It's over. And you're doing a dance like you're the shit. You've lost. That's the bitches, bitch made shit that we're dealing with nowadays. Then he pushes CP3 after he walks by him, basically, and just eyeballs him, right? So basically, you push him in the back like a bitch. So you're one of the backstabbing motherfuckers, yellow bitch. So... That happens. He's done, he's been that way forever. Talk shit. Wants to talk after a layup on CP3 earlier in the game. And then CP3 shoots his eyes out the rest of the way. Has 41 piece on him. And he can't handle it. But CP3 flopped on a DeMarcus Cousins deal earlier in the game. And CP3's been known to be a flop. He's also always been hurt. And that's the reason in my mind he's never going to be a top five point guard in my book. Ever. I'll never put him in there. Ever. I don't know who the fuck's putting him in there. Stephen A., all these motherfuckers. There's no fucking way. I seen one list that somebody had him in over AI. How the fuck is he going to be in over AI? See, it's all have, what have you done for me lately. See, the farther we remove ourselves from AI, Joe Montana... Jerry Rice, fucking 
Eric Dickerson, Walter Payton, Barry Sanders. The farther we remove ourselves from greatness, Shaq, Charles Barkley, Jordan, Kobe, the more we see these young soft cats who everyone thinks is the most athletic, it's they're way more, they're bigger, faster, stronger, more athletic. But they're more, they're softer than ever. Like they can, they probably are. I'm not going to disagree, all right? They're more athletic. They're faster. They're stronger. They're bigger. They're softer. And nuts and guts wins every time. I don't give a fuck. You can't give a motherfucker a heart transplant. There ain't no realer saying than that. You can't give a cat a heart transplant. And we're giving too many heart transplants nowadays. <sighs> Callie's in heat again. Stogie won't leave her alone, so now I got to fucking separate them. <sighs> she can't have no more babies. I got to get her fixed. So, stay sucker free, man. Because we're in a world full of lollipops. So... CP3 ain't all in the fucking clear and all ain't glitter and gold. That motherfucker's uh, got a lot of bitch in him, too. Surprise, he even made it through. Well, he didn't make it all the way through the fucking deal, but surprise, he got it through. And we all know the Suns wouldn't even been playing the Clippers if fucking AD doesn't get hurt. That's a 4-1 series. If Kawhi don't get hurt, PG3, or uh, Paul George, right? Pandemic P, Palmdale P, Pussy P, whatever you want to call him. He came out today now all of a sudden and says, if Kawhi don't get hurt, we still playing. That's some loser ass pussy shit. That's some sucker shit. No, it's not, motherfucker. If you make free throws, you're still playing, bitch. Like, you have no nuts and guts. It's all who would have did this, who could have done that, who would have, should have. Motherfucker, if it was a fifth, we'd all be loaded. My auntie had balls, she'd be my uncle. All Everybody has a fucking if this, if that. If I would have got the lottery, lotto numbers right, I would be a millionaire, dumb fuck. If this, if that. Motherfucker, make free throws in the clutch. Again, it's a meaningful game yesterday. How long have I been saying Palmdale P only shows up in the first three quarters? He only shows up when the game, when they're up or they're down 3-1. If they're down 3-1, guarantee you. The fifth game, he's balling. Because there's no, he don't give a fuck. They might lose or he, he, he don't have no, there's no, there's no real pressure on him down 3-1. We just live in a sucker free ass. We live in a sucker shit world full of suckers lollipops like we got to get sucker free man this motherfucker is a sucker too he can't oh cool i would have played we'd have won no motherfucker you would have still won if your ass was the dude you think you say you are that everybody says you are to me you're just a no nuts having, no guts having loser that makes excuses. Because losers make excuses. Winners find a fucking way. There's no greater breakdown than that.
Winners find a way. Losers make excuses. As Stogie keeps fucking with Callie over here because she's bleeding. Stogie, leave her alone. So, man, we got to stay sucker free, dog. We li- And too many fucking cats listening to these excuses and making up fucking excuses and having reasons to think it's okay. That's the cold part about some of these tweets and shit I'm seeing. But there's nothing I can I can't expect nothing else, man, because we're in a world full of lollipops. It is what it is. We cannot disagree. We can agree to disagree all day. We're in a world full of fucking lollipops. So let me ask you this, Paul George. See, if I was you, if Kawhi don't get hurt and all that. I would have said, Kawhi, when you got hurt, why are you in the press box, dog? Why are you not down here on the sideline with our team? We may need you for some other things. Man, maybe you could have made me help me make those two free throws with some encouraging words. I don't know. Maybe you could have motherfucked me and I would have made them. But you in the press box eating donuts. See, sucker shit. Soft sucker shit. Why are you in the press box? First of all, they lied for you. You know you fucked your knee up. Or you didn't. You didn't want to play. I don't know. Either way, it sounds like some soft shit to me. Number one. Number two, it's soft and weak that you're in the press box. And then last night, you're on the sideline. Now, you come down after three games and you're on the sideline all of a sudden, but you've been in the press box. It's just like some too cool to fool shit to me. Like... You either there or you're not, dog. Like I don't understand. Blows my mind. See, everybody's out here. I hate, I, I hate the term. He's playing for the bag. Fucking uh, Maria uh, Taylor on ESPN. That's all she kept saying last night. Reggie Jackson, Clippers. He's he's on a minimum contract. He's gonna he's gonna he's playing for the bag. See, the narrative is you're playing for the bag. That's why the marketplace has been set so high, and all these sorry motherfuckers get. A hundred to two hundred million dollar contracts that are horrible. Jordan said it best years ago. We're playing. We're paying cats off their potential. Again, if my auntie had balls. She'd be my uncle. Potential is nothing more than a setup. It's a setup to failure. Potential don't mean shit. It's results oriented business that we live in. Results oriented life that we live in. You either fucking succeed or you fail. There ain't a lot of gray area. Yeah, I lived a comfortable life. You know, I bought a house. I bought a car. I bought this. I paid off my mortgage. I put my kids in college. That's a successful life to me. But it's not Michael Jordan's life. And it's not a fucking homeless guy's life, right? I mean, there is a medium, but it's it's still it's still pretty pretty high in the pecking order. This world's very, very hard to live in, and it's a dog-eat-dog world. So you have your blue collar, your white collar, then you have your no collar, right? And then you got your platinum collar, I guess, where you can do anything. Politics, priests, uh, all these crooked fucks that can do whatever they want and get away with it. But Kawhi wasn't even on the fucking court with you guys. And then now you're going to defend him saying, if he don't get hurt, we win. But see, if I'm the motherfucker, 
nah, I missed two free throws in two games in a row or we win. Because you guys could have been up 3-2. But see, soft, mon- soft mentality, soft lollipop fucks like you don't think that way. You all have an excuse. Like Kyrie Irving. I'm going to go over Middle East and help them. You have an excuse, so if you didn't win it, there's an excuse. And then if you won it, you're the, you're the, you're the hero. You're the god. You're the god. I see through the bullshit. Because see, fake people are transparent. But you just have to know what glasses to wear. You got to know what glasses to wear to see through these motherfuckers. They're all transparent. They're all transparent. Fake motherfuckers is transparent. So you can't put glasses on and see through me. I got that bulletproof fucking realness on. <laughs> motherfuckers don't know about. See, I can put glasses on and see through all you fake motherfuckers. Because we're in a world full of lollipops. But I try to say sucker free in a world full of sucker shit. That's the difference between me and you. That's the difference between these soft motherfuckers making excuses. That's the difference between seeing Beverly push CP3 in the back and everybody defend CP3 when I say I think he's a bitch too. It's two bitches out there. CP3 wanted him to push him in the back. He played it perfectly. But we know he already has a lot of bitch in him from what other shit he's done. Look how many flops he did. Look how much. Look at the real shit DeMarcus Cousins told his ass. Now, you could take a grain of salt what DeMarcus Cousins, who he is and what he represents. So be it. But real recognizes real. And those players out there obviously know more than we do. And you saw what he said. And at the spur of the moment, people say real meaningful shit. And he said, that's why nobody fucks with you. That carries weight to me. That carries weight to me other than all that other shit. But what do I know, man? Just trying to say sucker free. In a world full of lollipops. This show is also brought to you by Moink. M-O-I-N-K. Moink was founded by an eighth generation farmer who was featured on the Shark Tank. Host Kevin O'Leary said it's the best bacon he ever had. I agree. I just had some this morning again. Jamie Siminoff, creator of the Ring Video Doorbell, invested in Moink. Why do just four companies control 80% of the U.S. meat industry? Because food, big food crushes the little guy. You can help change it with moinkbox.com, M-O-I-N-K, box.com. Same thing, 97% of chicken served in the U.S. is dipped in chlorine because big food doesn't have the same quality standards as the family farm. Why do you need moinkbox.com? For the simple reason. You don't want your fucking chicken dipped in chlorine. The best bacon, the best steak, the best chicken, and the best salmon you'll ever eat won't come from the grocery store. You'll only find it on Family Farm and caught by independent Alaskan fishermen. That's why you need moinkbox.com. Join the Moink movement today. Go to moinkbox.com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V, right now. And listeners to this Slapdick podcast gets free bacon for a year with every box ordered. That's one year of the best bacon you'll ever taste for a limited time. Moinkbox.com, M-O-I-N-K, box.com, slash believe, B-L-E-A-V. That's moinkbox.com, slash believe. Check it out. It's some good food, I'm telling you guys. But um, anyway, man, <laughs> there's a lot of sucker shit going on right now. I just want to make sure you're clear. 
Joe, Paul George. We'd be going on if Kawhi was healthy. <laughs> oh, dog, that shit is crazy to me. I really don't get that shit. That you really said that. But anyway, Beverly, we already know he's a bitch. You know, that's expected. And last night's shit was, was more bitch made. Pushing the back is just, you're just a cowardly cunt. I mean, let's just be real. But for nobody to defend him, Booker saw it. Now, you see Crowder. He puts his hands up and wanting to talk. Motherfucker, there ain't no talking. We don't have time to talk to your motherfucking ass. You just pushed so our so-called best player and our leader in the back. But no one defended the motherfucking so-called leader. Crazy how that works. More to it. You got to turn over rocks. Figure shit out. See more to it. There might be a deeper, deeper scenarios here. CP3 may not be the guy you think he is. Fucking Allstate commercials and shit. State Farm or whatever it is. Allstate. I think it's State Farm. My bad. I don't know. I don't fucking watch TV. Except for games and shit. But, you know, that was some bitch shit last night, boy. All around. Like, I'm just watching bitchness out there. Like, it's crazy. The Clippers need to get the fuck out of L.A. They should never be allowed to play in L.A. I don't know why people, ha- I don't even know why they have an L.A. fan base. They should tr- they should cart in the fucking fans from San Diego or Buffalo or whatever because I know the Clippers used to be in San Diego and Buffalo. They need to go, f- they should be the Compton. No, they'll never represent Compton. They need to be like fucking Orange County Clippers. Like go to Anaheim or something, man. Go fucking where the Mighty Ducks. That's where you used to play. It was so much, there was more of a rivalry, you know what I'm saying, having two teams not far. They should be the Anaheim Clippers. Let's be honest. Go to Anaheim, motherfuckers. You don't belong here. You're the JV of all JVs. You are what you are. And can we stop with the Ty Lu being the next Bill Belichick talk? Who the fuck keeps saying this shit? Why do I keep hearing this shit? Coach, he, he's 10-2 and two in elimination games. I'm sorry, guys. I mean, how dumb are you motherfuckers? Do you understand what you're saying and hearing? Ty Lu is 10-2 and two in elimination games. He's the only coach to be down 3-1 to one and stave off elimination several times. He's the only coach ever to come back from 1-3. Do you guys hear what you're saying? No shit. You know why? Because he's been down 12 times. <laughs> he's 10 and 2 in elimination games. You know who isn't down? You know who isn't 10 and 2 in elimination games? Phil Jackson. You know why? Because he never was down 3 1. <laughs> like, I don't get it, dog. Is that like a major fucking feat? Am I tripping? Or does that sound like some you trying to win for a loser? Because that's how it sounds to me. Dog, you're de- you're fucking always down. So winning to make it 3-2, you're going to win a lot of games. You're going to usually, when you went down 3-1, eh, you're probably going to win the fifth game. 
So he's 10 and 2 because the motherfucker's been down a lot. <laughs> he's not Bill Belichick, okay? Sorry. Stop talking that shit. Quit with the in-game adjustments. He's the best, Jason Williams. You're about the biggest fucking fraud slapdick on this motherfucker. Quit talking about it, Jay Williams or whatever name is. Go ride a motorcycle, motherfucker, because your ass don't understand either. You're soft as runny baby shit out there, always talking some shit about in-game adjustments. He's the best I've ever seen. He's 10-2 and two in elimination games. That means he's been down 12 times at least, 3-1. to one. <laughs> He's the one that came back from 3-1. Yeah, yippee fucking yay. LeBron did that. I don't believe he made calls. He didn't tell fucking Kyrie off a loose ball to shoot a three and win. That wasn't a drawn-up fucking in-game adjustment. Just so we're clear, Ty Lu, the one that got stepped on and stepped over by AI, Getting called Bill Belichick, the next one, is a fucking slap in every good coach's face. (laughs) Just so we're clear. This motherfucker is always down in series. How are you a great in-game adjuster and you were down 0-2 three series in a row? You were down 0-2 three series in a row. You came back twice against inferior teams, in my opinion. Dallas, Utah. Without Mitchell for two games, without a fucking soft Porzingis. Or you lose one of those series. Probably Dallas. How are you the great in-game adjuster? Where was your great in-game adjuster last night? Rotating 11 motherfuckers. You play 11 dudes. How is that a great in-game adjuster? To me, you're throwing shit at the wall, seeing if it sticks. Oh, fuck, that, that rotation works. That, met, that, that five right there kind of gets along. They work together good. You play too many motherfuckers, in my opinion. You don't see Monty Williams doing that shit. Monty Williams is a fucking great in-game adjuster. When he brought CP3 back in the game, when he took him out, when he took Crowder out because of foul trouble, obviously he had to. But then how long did he stay out? A long fucking time. I'm not even a basketball guy, and I see all this shit. Crowder comes in at a crucial juncture, hits another three. I think he had like fucking seven threes last night. But at the timing of all this shit is coaching. Ty Lue's throwing shit at the wall, see if it sticks. He's the next Bill Belichick. There's a reason he turned the Lakers down. Yeah, he's talking about fucking money. Shut the fuck up. You didn't want to coach LeBron again and have that pressure. Big fish eat little fish. Clippers are a JV team. There's no pressure on you. It's an easy way out. You go to the Clippers if you don't want any pressure. You go to the Lakers, you have to win. You're exposed real fucking quick in the Lakers land, fucking in the Staples Center locker room A. Not locker room fucking Z. That's where the Clippers are. See, in between all that, you got the Kings, the Sparks, the fucking, there's like a lot of other friends, like a soccer team, like all that shit's above the Clippers locker room. Locker rooms, they're, they're the Z locker room, fucking JV team way down at the end. They're like a fig. They should be in like a bungalow outside. That's where the Clippers should be. They should be in a bungalow outside in the parking lot. And they should get their hubcaps snatched off by the hood cats. 
like they used to back at the sports arena days. But anyway, why don't they play at the sports arena? Fuck. So them and Mary J can fucking Mary J can perform. Clippers can go out and play, and then bring in the Globetrotters or something. Like, dog, you don't belong in the Staples Center. That shit is like sacred ground. That's real fucking NBA professional. This Clipper team is about to get blown up. Watch. Jackson's gone. They got to get rid of Beverly. Sorry, ass. I mean, he's not really. He doesn't really do shit to me. He's just a little bug out there. Nat runs around, fucking does a little here and there. He makes hustle plays. I give him that. But he's horrible on offense. I mean, come on. He had one layup that everyone's, oh, fuck. He had a wide open three. Oh, shit. He scores four points a game. I mean, shut up. And then he doesn't do enough great plays. Not like he's equal fucking dollar. Okay? He's not doing, he's not Draymond. He, he, they they get fucking 60 fantasy points without scoring points. Beverly can't do that shit. So the, he's gone. Jackson's gone. They can't pay him. They're going to try to keep George and Kawhi together some way, but I, I just I don't think that's going to work. I think this shit, they're too similar players to me. The Clippers need so much. I don't know. I'm worried about the Lakers, what they got to do. They got to get rid of Schroeder, Kuzma. Lakers need to start over there. I would take Jackson on the Lakers. Fuck the dumb shit. Tell Jackson, change his fucking locker number. Come on over to locker room A. It's a long walk from Z to A, dog, but it's worth it. I don't know. But who knows? We'll see. See what happens. This Bauer cat... Um, supposedly strangled a girl unconscious. The Bauer cat for the Dodgers, the pitcher that is always talking shit and trying not to look when he pitches and all kind of crazy bullshit, even though he's been lit up by the fucking Shari Padres, the JV team of California. He says he agreed to have, I agree to have some consensual sex, the woman said, in a declaration given under the penalty of perjury. However, I did not agree to consent to what he did next. I did not agree to be sexually assaulted. That's what they're saying. Pasadena police continue to investigate the alleged assaults, which took place April 21st and May 16th. So, see, the issue I have with this, because, you know, like, rape's a serious thing. Domestic violence is a serious thing. I think I told you last last show, it's the fucking scum of the earth. If you have to rape or uh, molest a female or a little boy or a girl or hit a female as a man, you're the scum of the earth. You should be castrated and fucking buried out in the middle of fucking Victorville somewhere. That is my true belief. So if he did it, he needs to fucking pay the fiddler, right? But see, the issue I have with a lot of these girls that come forward in these statements, it's funny to me because, see, like I said, real recognizes real. It happened on April 21st and May 16th. Now, there's a month in between that. If it happened May tw- April 21st, why did your ass go back to fuck with him on May 16th? See, that's the problem I have. I mean, you got to be a stupid motherfucker then. Or, or, or you're, and I know a lot of girls come forward and say, you know, they, they, they're fucked up in the head and they get controlled by these dominant men that, 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 that lie or buy money. So be it. I get that too some, somewhat. But you were fucking, 
you you were with them on May 16th and you're saying it happened and then you fuck with them again. I mean, on April 21st, then you fucked with them again on May 16th. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. Why would you do that? And then now, all of a sudden, you claim this. <sighs> I don't know. It's fucked up. They said, they said Bauer with closed fists punched her to the left side of the jaw and then the left side of her head and both cheekbones. Then he choked her and she punched her in the, he punched her in her vagina. You're a weird motherfucker if you did all that too. You're a straight bitch made motherfucker if you did all that shit too. So you never know, man. You don't know who, what's real. You don't know anything like that, man. But it's fucked up if you did that shit. Professional fucking athlete. Why is it so many get this? Why, why do we have so many fucking dudes hitting women and molesting women, dog? That fucking makes no sense to me. You got all the money in the world. You're on top of the world with your fame and your fortune. And you have to treat women this way. Like, remember I'll be my daughter, motherfucker. You're going to have no fame and fortune. The fame you're going to have, motherfucker, is going to be buried six feet deep some fucking place in the desert. Your fortune will be gone. You ain't taking it with you. Un-fucking-believable. How fucking small dick syndrome, man. A lot of these motherfuckers got small dicks, man. And they fucking, you know, maybe they the girl clowned them or something. And fucking, he lost his mind. I don't know. But you got a, you got a lot of bitching, you dog, if you hit a girl... In the vagina and in the face. Like, you fucking cunt. It's unbelievable, man. I don't know. It's crazy to me. Crazy, crazy. But I don't know, man. We got a lot of fucking soft shit going on. I'm just telling you that shit. Um, it's just crazy to me. I'm just trying to remain sucker free in a fucking world full of sucker shit, man. To be honest, I'm just trying to keep Cali away from Stogie and fucking bottom. Stogie. Um, crazy to me. But anyway, I just wanted to talk about some soft lollipops, man. Just, you know, we're in a world full of lollipops, man. A world full of lollipops. I'm just telling you. And then we got the def motherfuckers defending the soft shit. Like, that's the cold part. But who knows? I don't know. Everybody's hyped on seeing LeBron and Dame Lillard last night at the Sparks. Another cool part about it is, see, if the Clippers had their own arena, the L.A. Sparks female WNBA basketball team, a lot of you guys can talk shit and say, oh, fuck that. We don't care anyway. We're not watching. But they're playing women basketball is their own big thing. They deserve to have their own big thing. Men have football. Men have NBA. Women have WNBA basketball. That's really what they have. They have soccer. So why shouldn't they be allowed to have their own fucking shit? The women's basketball team, the LA Sparks, had to go play for the second or third time this month because of the Clippers scheduling issues at the fucking LA Convention Center. See, now everybody's going to clown that shit like, oh, that's where they belong. That's just another dumb motherfucker talking. 
See, the Clippers shouldn't be there because the Sparks could then play at home in their rightful arena where they share with the Lakers because they're a real team. They have championships. <laughs> Remember, the Sparks have more championships than the Clippers, motherfucker. Just so we're clear out there, the Clippers trail the Sparks in championships by a few, right? I think the Sparks have won a few, right? Let me see. I want to Google that shit. How many championships has the Sparks won? How many championships have the L.A. Sparks won? Um, the L.A. Sparks have won three. These motherfuckers have won three. In 01 and 02, back-to-back, and then they won again in 16. Not only have they won more than you, they've been to more than you. <laughs> so... <sighs> unfortunate Clipper fans. I'm sorry that the Sparks have more titles than you. They deserve to be in the Staples Center three times more than you do. <laughs> That's the real shit. But, hey, what do I know? Um, Have you seen the guy at the Tour de France? The motherfucker stuck a sign out and the whole fucking... The whole entire race was ceased. And the race ended basically um, because this motherfucker, then they arrested him and then they tried to sue him. And then I guess the tour just dropped the lawsuit against the guy who started the crash. I don't think it was intentional. I see him stick the sign out, but what a fucking idiot. You know whose problem that is? That's a you problem, Tour de France. You let your fans touch the racers driving by. That is a you fucking problem. What do you think these fans are going to do? They want to fucking touch their fucking heroes. And you let them be on the side. You let them be right there. Look at the NBA basketball game. You got motherfuckers throwing beer on dudes. Well, they're right there as you inbound the fucking pass. How about you back them up a few fucking rows so we don't lose an ankle and a knee when we go into the fucking first row, which is literally 17 inches from the fucking baseline. How about you back shit up? Why does it have to be so fucking close? Have you noticed the three-point line from the sideline, from the baseline, or from the uh, side? If you fucking land wrong, you're on a fucking crowd member's fucking ankle. Like, or you're on somebody's ankle. Like, why is it so close? I never really realized. I don't understand that. I'm cool with the fan being that close, but you can move them up back five feet, dog, and still have fucking the, the same fucking experience. I don't know. Bobby Bonilla, if you guys remember that name, played for the Mets. Motherfucker, every July 1st, this motherfucker gets $1.19 million until 2035. And every year, they always see Bobby Bonilla Day, they call it. They call it Bobby Bonilla Day. This motherfucker gets $1.19 million a day, uh, every July 1st from the Mets until 2035. And it started, I think, in 2011. It's like $25 million. That's crazy. I'll take 1.19 million every July 1st. Like, I just fucking chill. Do a bunch of other shit, side hustle shit, and then July 1, boom, right for the 4th. He has the greatest 4th of July every year, probably. He has to have the greatest 4th of July every year. If he doesn't, he's a slap. Um, but anyway, I don't know. We're in a world full of lollipops, fellas. Hopefully we can get out of... Uh, if you guys continue, to, if you just stay sucker free, man, in a world full of sucker shit, we won't be so many fucking, there won't be so many lollipops no more. 
But anyway, what do I know? Hey, man, that's just, I had a little rant today to talk about, but appreciate you guys, man. Hit the like button. Follow me on YouTube. Check it out. Hey, man, it's another day. Great day to have a great fucking day. Appreciate everybody, man. See you Friday or Saturday again on the show or Sunday. I don't know. I do a few every week. Follow the Slapdick Podcast on Twitter and social media on Instagram, man. Appreciate you guys, man. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. It's the last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I?